just like a Beyonce concert. Minus the lights, crowd stage, and the Beyonce. This is Jono, Ben and Sharon. Yes, thanks to Vodafone Rewards. It's easy to get rewarded. Just grab your deal through the My Vodafone app. Welcome along to the show, our final week for us. Last week on the air. Last week on the air. Oh, like full week because... We may finish on Friday, but we're still doing the Christmas show. Now, do you know, do you know, other drive time radio shows may have clocked off for the year. (laughs) Not us! You've clocked off. 120 till the end, baby. (laughs) And then we're coming back. Bonanza of entertainment coming up over the next five days. But then on Monday, next Monday is my birthday, and I never work on my birthday, so we get that off, but then we're back on Tuesday for the Christmas show, and then we're finishing. We don't stop! (laughs) (laughs) Put me on New Year's Eve. New Year's, yeah, come on, New Year's, everyone. Who's with me? Nah, nah, not New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> Just Christmas Day, we don't want to escape my family. <laughs> this is Jono, Ben and Sharon. Okay, so yesterday, guys, I was uh, at the races and emceeing part of the race day, they have the fashion in the field. Right. Now, <laughs> I didn't know that I was involved. Thank you, Carl, producer Carl, for this fashionable music. <laughs> I didn't know that my role in the day would involve having to be the master of ceremonies for the fashion. So what does that mean? You have to like uh, commentate on what people are wearing. Yeah. So first up, it was a kids' fashion show. <laughs> so I'd be like, so the least fashionable dude, just like yeah, I'm, I'm up there yeah, in like yeah. a Hawaiian shirt, <laughs> bare feet, and a shorts. Yeah. I'm like, here comes little Isabella, wearing some trousers and a wonderful t-shirt. Give it up for <laughs> Isabella. And so that was that was the children's tele- the fashion show, and then the adults, the adults one came up. Yeah. I'm panicking. I bet you are. <laughs> what qualifications do you... You have no right to be there. No, no right at all. <laughs> no right. It's like, hello, my name is Jono, and I definitely know nothing about fashion. I've worn the same T-shirts for the last 17 it's years. Like, it's like getting Richie McCaw to be a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. It's that bad. Hey, and I'm not going to deny you this will defend you it. You turned up one day to his kid's school. He came in afterwards. What, you were wearing like a, a Bud Light T-shirt? Yes, that's right. <laughs> a cat that said something else offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks... See, this music's more appropriate. I should have been emceeing the rural fashion show. Piss off, mate. We don't want you there either. <laughs> no, the fashion world doesn't want me near it. No one. But the funniest one was the, uh, it was time to announce the winner of the fashion in the field. Mm. And so a lovely lady comes up on stage and I'm like, hello, what's your name? She's like, Sarah. So like, nice to meet you. And I introduced myself to the other lady. I was like, what's your name? Tanya. Nice to meet you. I was like, come on up. And I was like, all right, here to announce the winner of the fashion of the field. It's Sarah and Tanya. And then Sarah was like, no, Tanya's the winner of fashion in the field. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then I was like live on stage. I was like, what? And what a wonderful outfit Tanya has on. You can see why she's won it. Give it up for Tanya. You are so... So incredibly special. It's actually so embarrassing. I want to apologise to all involved in the New Zealand fashion industry. <laughs> <laughs> I've left a black mark upon your well, you industry. You already had a black mark that you like, left on the industry. We could have got Karen Walker to do this, but she was too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so we got some washed up hack from TV. Jeepers. Crazy. Yeah, I love, so to say I won't be invited to New Zealand fashion. I, feel, I feel like you need to redeem yourself, yeah. though, because you've... you've Besuched, what's that besmirched? word? You've besmirched yeah, the besuched. good name of John O'Ben and Sharon. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, what a, what a, what a great name too. People think John O'Ben and Sharon, they go, fashion. 
Yeah. And now they won't. So Integrity. Gonna... Sharon, are you wearing a Vogue t-shirt or is it... Uh, well, it says Rogue. Similar. Oh, sorry, I would I uh, really appreciate it if you didn't look at my breasts, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're not ruining the good name of John O'Ben and Sharon now, mate. Breast looker. Anyway. Yeah, just because it's written across my breasts doesn't mean you're allowed to look at it. Anyway, we think that we should reenact... You want to treat me like a piece of meat too, buddy? What do you want to say about me? Say something nice. Say something sexual about me. I want to barbecue outside in Buddings with all the other bits of meat. So we think that you should... Talk dirty to me. We think that you should redeem yourself and we're going to have an edge fashion in the office and we're going to get everyone to line up and you can MC it better than you did yesterday and hopefully that'll make the fashion community have uh, respect for us again. Well, that's what I want. I want to be invited back next year to MC the 2020 fashion. Yes. All right, we're going to give yeah. you another chance uh, outside of work. We're going to get you to wait outside the bathroom. Okay. And then... <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like what you were John come in. Okay, are you there? Loud and clear. Okay, John. Loud and clear. The most fashionable band in radio is ready to go. We have lined up a whole lot of people from around the office to strut in, mm. in front of you and uh, work their fashion game and you get to redeem yourself now to be a good MC of fashion in the fields but we're doing fashions in the edge office okay so this is like some sort of meat market you've arranged here a yeah. parading meat market is but that we, what it is we've got men in there as well so you don't look like a creep <laughs> This is diverse. It's 2018. We offer diversity on the yeah, show. Yeah, we're all allowed to walk in there now. Okay, so Jono, these people. You know, know, if I was at the Rock, this if I was still at the Rock, this would be a wet t-shirt competition. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're not. Uh, all right. So what we're going to do is we we'll get the people to walk past you, and then we want you to commentate on the uh, their fashionable attire at work. You ready? Okay. So, okay. First up, I could see Fipsy down the hall. Fipsy, our producer. All right. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, look at him strutting his stuff. With a worn-out, holy black T-shirt, no shoes, this is a man that says, I have given up on life. <laughs> oh, savage, been with you. Tim Gunn of Project Runway. What, what a bird. sad guy. Well done. Next up, uh-oh, here comes Lucy wearing an on-trend lanyard around her neck, featuring a very fashionable swipe card that says, I have access to all the right parties. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. Lucy. Jono doing fashion in the field oh, here. Oh, right? here she comes, dressed in all black. Lock her up and call her Bowden Barrett, because she is kicking goals with this outfit today. Oh. It's Caitlin. Yeah. Wonderful black dress and black top. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Simmer down. Where's Carl? Carl's in with us, mate. Oh, sorry. Carl's coming now. So you, we wanted to make sure you had a man, so you didn't look like a... Carl, all right, Carl's rushing Carl, from the studio. Judging ladies. Carl's here, <laughs> just be just Here comes Carl, dressed in all black, with a big beard on his face, with some leftover pie crustacean from lunch, saying, I'll have some of that later on, thank you very much. It's Carl! So glad we got Carl in there. Yeah, yeah, so it was really worth it. That was good. Now, if Carl could come back and end this voice break, that'd be great. Hey, um, Jono, now the final fashion in the field entry yourself. Tell us what you're wearing. Wearing a Hawaiian shirt that says, I'm a middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> and some tight blue jeans that haven't been washed in five days and smell a little bit musty. An odour that says, mm-mm, I'll have none of that, thank you very much. It's Jono. Good on you, Jono. It's fair to say Thanks, that guys. even after that redemption, you're still pretty bad at emceeing fashion shows. <laughs> oh, well.
Make it in, Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought, okay. Ben, you're in charge of making things in. I don't know. Ben, you just can't go. You just can't go. Ben, you just can't go, oh, well. <laughs> and then end it. I was waiting for oh, the gold. Well. In, my, ben, in my head, this finish. was going to be a lot better. I you're thought, still making it uh, last. Is that it? Is yes. that it? Okay, that's end it. it. Okay, we're going to end it there. Oh, well. We definitely haven't just checked out for Christmas, have we? Well, at least we've got another step closer oh, to well. Christmas. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. I was really hoping for some more gold. On that, but anyway, it filled up two breaks in our radio show. We're close to Christmas. It is Jono, Ben, and Sharon. It is the edge. Okay, now full disclosure. Last last week we went on the work our work Christmas party Wednesday afternoon. Everyone knows, mate. You were hungover for the <laughs> yeah. rest of the week. So on Thursday, uh, yeah, Jono, you were away on the project with your wig, and you gave me a call on the way there, going, "If you need something for the radio today, Carl has got an amazing story about what happened on a construction site." Now, Producer Carl. Yeah. But now we didn't need that on that day, but we thought we'd save it till you came back because you're very passionate so about the story. I have heard the story no crap probably six times. Now, Producer Carl, and each Hi. day it gets a little bit. When it first started, it was just something small, and by the end of it, it was like a big thing. Yeah. Now, out of courtesy, as the song was playing, I was like, Carl, I'm about to tell this great story that you shared with me on the boat at the Christmas party. Carl gives me a look of confusion. <laughs> so confusing. You're like, you know the one about the construction site getting shut down, and you know the screw and stuff? And you, yeah. like, no. Do you not? <clears throat> I have no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> okay. Absolutely no idea. So you haven't been on the bike trip? The big question on Wednesday, on Thursday morning after the Christmas party was people trying to figure out if Jono was boozed or not. And no. I think now we know if he was. <laughs> but one of it was clearly, as Carl just said, one of us was clearly drunk. Because I remember having a conversation with you. And you're like, how's the story about my friend who works on a construction site? Are you kidding? No. I don't, I have no, I, but I, like, I remember the whole rest of that day. Like, we had some great conversations. And one day we were, we were talking about, um. What was the most personal thing, John? <laughs> no, no, at one stage we were saying, I reckon if we all put our money together, we can buy one of these boats. 4.5 oh, yeah. mil, yeah. let's do it. We this can all do the it. the same, right. But then, but Randall was there as well. So are you sure you didn't get, I don't know how you're going to It wasn't up. Randall. No, this goes, so your story, your great story. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. My stories are amazing. So your friend. Works on a construction site. Okay, a big, like, sort of Fletcher-style construction site. We're talking big Maybe don't say Fletcher. No, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know if it was Fletcher. Anyway, you're like, how's this? He comes around to my house, 9.30 this morning. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a recent one. So obviously... It's so recent. (laughs) And he says... You'll never guess what happened. Well, no, he can't because it wasn't there. <laughs> he still can't guess what happened. <laughs> so the builder, the builder gets the whole day off. The whole day off. <laughs> and you know why? The whole site was sent home. Full pay, whole day, don't have to take a day's leave. And you know why? It's because some other Carl builder... Carl would like to know why. <laughs> I'd love to know why. This is... I'm gripped. Some other builder kicked, accidentally kicked a bolt off the top level, which fell down onto the ground, didn't hit anyone. But now with new crazy (laughs) occupational safety health laws, they have to shut down the whole site. All 100 builders go home. They get a day off. And the investigators come in and have to try and figure out how the bolt fell off the top. Hell. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. You've told me the story a few times. The first time you said it was a nail, and then you said it was a screw, and now it's a bolt. Are you sure you heard the story? Carl, it's your story, mate. Uh, uh, it's a, oh, oh, what, what a great story. A whole skill saw dropped off the top level of this building. Um, producer Fipsy's waving his hand around on the booth, mate. Pu- push your intercom and what? What's he saying? No, I can't can hear him. Mate. Turn his intercom on. Tell, tell it now. Tell what? it now. What's that, Fipsy? 
I remember Marty from the night show telling this story. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that story. And, I said, and you weren't chatting with him for ages. So I must have been him Oh, it was Marty's story. <laughs> it was Marty's story. That was a good story. <laughs> That was you are such an idiot. What a, I mean, I'm glad we got there at the end of the story actually happened, which yeah. sets up amazingly for our phone topic we'd love to do. And I'm happy to take credit for it, and I'm going to be telling that story all week as my own as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, it's a great story. It was Marty. Guys. What's up? I'm going to let the listener pals in on a little secret. <clears throat> Okay. We've just made a discovery and it we've been. It wasn't mod- actually Carl's story before. It wasn't Carl's story before. <laughs> just a car. No, we've just made a discovery. We were, and uh, well, not just, we made this discovery about a week and a half ago and we've been monitoring it. And today we've decided we're going to um, we're gonna take the matter into our own hands. Bull by the horns scenario here. Ben, you want to grab the horns, mate? <laughs> grab the horns, Ben. Grab your hands on the horns, buddy. Okay. Jump on its back. Good on you. Oh, okay. So you we, uh, we've realised that the, the office here at the Edge hate our show. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I think they just like turning it down. Okay, no, they hate yeah. the show. <laughs> I was trying to say just like day, turning it down. Every day we come into work, <laughs> the breakfast show, loud. The day show, loud. <laughs> Three o'clock, radio's turned off. We mm. are kind of annoying, though. This yeah. week, I was in, the, in our, their defence. Jesus, if we I could out, turn myself <laughs> down right now, I would, I would if be. there was an option. We go out there and we're like, did you guys hear that funny thing that just happened? And they're like, huh? So we've decided we're going to teach them a lesson today mm. and we're going to test whether or not they're actually not listening because they pretend they are by starting rumours about them on the radio. Yeah, hit the music, Cal. <laughs> and see how long it takes for someone to have heard it and come in. So okay. we'll get to the end of this uh, this little chat here without anyone from the office coming in. No one's no, noticed anything right, now. Start okay. the rumours, start the stop quote. Go. Dina from the promo department stole a computer from work. No one knows. <laughs> no one knows. Apart from Ben, Sharon, me and Dina. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you guys tell anyone, I will end you. Well, now everyone grades. knows. She just stole the... Yeah. Sarah, also from the promo department, you know what she's been doing? <laughs> What's that? She's been filling up her personal car. <laughs> yeah. Using the work petrol card. I saw her do that. Yeah. I saw her do it. I'm just going to go check and see if they're turning it. Well, I'm looking around. No one's even... No, no, no one looks that panicky at the moment. Okay. Sam going. from the day show. He's out there. His yeah. beard. I heard his beard that he's got on his face. Impressive beard. Big beard. Isn't real. Stick on. Stick on beard. <laughs> Sticks it on every morning. What a fraud. <laughs> I know. I've appreciated that beard. I've admired that beard. Yeah. Not true. Not, not, not a real beard. Well, you want to know what I heard. What? So, Sean... Who play? He organised all the music that the each plays. He's out in the office right now. Mm. Sean, <laughs> yeah, you got to read this one that Jono wrote down for him. <laughs> Sean is a paying member of ISIS. Mm. He pays all the subs and everything. <laughs> Annual fees. Wow. Gets a free T-shirt if he pays early. Okay, okay. Okay, it's been one minute. Yeah. No one in the office. Ricky, is, Ricky. No one in the office has noticed you. Ricky, who <laughs> works, works on the web department, you know what he does? What? It doesn't pay that well, that job, so he makes a bit of extra cash on the side by doing some erotic male modelling. <laughs> He's very good at it, too. It's very, very classy, <laughs> but it's very, very classy <laughs> stuff. That's right, Ben. Nothing to be judged. Uh, oh, Bex, what about the one about Bex? Bex shoes out there. She doesn't wash her hands after going to the toilet. She, just said she comes out and okay, didn't wash my hands again, guys. Oh I my saw God, her once. Ben she came always in. always does that. Yeah, she came in once and just licked the keyboard. Just started <laughs> yeah. licking it like a lollipop. Yeah. But every time she goes in, she goes to the toilet, doesn't wash your hands. We're like, that's our Bex. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we say that, don't we? Okay, what about, what about, coming, guys. What about Lucy Hills in the publicity department? Yeah. Her <laughs> computer wallpaper, not even joking, Lucy's computer wallpaper is a sexy picture of Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that's not... Oh, you doing? Hello. Oh, no. oh, 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 Two minutes. Stop the clock, 
Caitlin was breastfed until she was 16. Jesse Bex just touched the door as well. Get the hand sanitizer out. Get the hand sanitizer out. It's Ben and Sharon. I was on Facebook this morning and I saw a hilarious, but also, holy crap, that could have been real bad post uh, for my friend's mum. And my mum, uh, not my mum, sorry, his mum, uh, had posted a picture of her fly spray and her cooking oil spray. And she had accidentally sprayed the fry pan with fly spray and was about to put it on the element and cook bacon in it. Oh, my goodness. So there's Is she two- feeding the bacon to flies? Because in that instance, <laughs> it would be very useful. So the two things here are, when she put the cans side by side, they you can see how she made the mistake. Same size, same colouring, just the, the name is different. But if she had put the fly spray on the element, boom. <laughs> If it hadn't gone boom, she would have eaten the fly spray and gone. Bah, ah, ah, like Louis. And just died. Like Louis and his friends. Yeah. yeah. Oh but my how God. crazy is that? Like, it's just when you're cooking, it could go, go wrong. She could have probably blown her face off. Oh, because we are cooking out. You're an autopilot. You're just in the zone. Sometimes you? you are, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you're real. And it depends. I'm always going to. I never even remember if I've turned the element off. It's like <laughs> when I was. Uh, I think I've told the story before and I used to smoke I had got very yellow nicotine fingers and so what I would do once a week a bit of a bleach session for my fingers <laughs> did I tell you the story? no yeah, you have, you when you that, poison yeah. yourself you know no, you yeah, almost poison someone so else I'd rest my two fingers in the glass of bleach and then I just left the glass on the bench my mum Annie walks in <laughs> thirsty parched <laughs> from a lovemaking I'm session the, shut <laughs> up she was trying to get her fluids back up. I was in the lounge and all I hear is this. Oh, my God. Yeah. She just drinks it. But then I'm like, Mum, what person walks into a kitchen and just drinks a random glass of... Yeah, you uh, granted, I shouldn't have left a cup of bleach To be honest, there. a lot of people, I... Same situation. You just go in and just drink. No, my husband does because he always leaves a glass in the sink and our glasses all look the same. And... um. My dog had eczema on her JJ. Oh, no. And I Do had, not finish this story. No, no, that's it. That's it. I've been cleaning no, it with no, iodine no, and water. No, no, no. Okay. Why aren't you allowed in the kitchen anymore is what we want to know this afternoon. Just moving on from that, uh, did you have a blowout like putting f- uh, fly spray in the uh, frying pan? Uh, a mate of mine I used to flat with. Um, Ben's just talking so I can't tell more <laughs> of my story. He, he went to boil some water, but he put the pot on, you know, one of those straining pots. So all the water, you know, you put the vegetables in, you just sort of yeah, steam yeah. them. He put the water straight in on the on the element, and so the water just came out the bottom. Didn't realise why the the pan the the water wasn't there. All I boiling. mean, not quite as good as the JJ water. No, no, and I'm fly just trying, to, just trying to move on from there, mate. He's trying to just create enough smoke in the kitchen to create a smoke screen away from that horrific story. All right, under the edge. That's it. Three, four, three. <laughs> We've got Bola on the phone right now. Welcome to the show, babe. Tell us why you banned from the kitchen. Hey, it's my cousin. He he had just come back from Africa. Not come back, but he had just come to New Zealand from Africa. And he put dishwasher in his cooking oil to cook his eggs. Oh, oh no. yuck. That would have tasted so gross, too. 
he realized quite early, but Off it was your... just funny at that moment in time. Well, I bet it was. It's like I, I went to uh, uh, my auntie's house for dinner last night, and she got there and she was like, made this incredible salad, and then realized that instead of putting tipping over the like oil dressing she'd made, she tipped in like the chicken oil. And uh, oh. so then she was like, great, I can't use it because it had been on raw chicken, so she had to throw this beautiful salad out. Oh. It was heartbreaking. This is, this is no, there's nothing like a bit of raw chicken juice on your salad. <laughs> Ch- chicken juice you. Will you try it tonight and let us know how it goes? <laughs> hey, text 3343, I was uh, working in the kitchen. The chef was banned from the kitchen. Why? When a meal would get sent back from a customer, he would then put uh, <gasps> salami. No! Not the salami from the fridge. Yeah. No, into the meal. That is disgusting. I don't even want to hear that. He's like, I once watched him stir a soup with it. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it. You made the text. Show me the text. Show me the text. Why? I just like to verify that that was I'll an extra text. I'll look at the text, text which you never got it open. Uh, uh, you got to look. When did that text come through? <laughs> hey? Why are you shutting my computer? <laughs> <laughs> just shut it. Shut it. Yeah, right. Your main text up. Totally Stop making texts up, mate. We're, we're that struggling with content. We've got Andy here. The chef stirred the soup. What's it? Fun fact. Well, not a fact. <laughs> Fun made up okay, story. Andy, save this. What? Why are you banned from the kitchen? Um, you better say you stood a soup with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sad, sadly, no. Um, no, a couple of things was I managed to set pasta on fire. Wow. And then, and then the second thing is that I was trying to boil eggs, which I feel like is like the most staple thing anyone should be able to do Amen. in the kitchen. And I managed to boil all the water out of the pot and then set the eggs on fire. Okay, you're banned. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of date. Because pasta's in water. How does that create a fire effect? I'm not sure. I just kind of, it's probably because I left the room. It's probably one of the worst things, maybe. And then I just came back and it, yeah. Oh, my was, God, indeed. There was, there was flames. <laughs> you need to get on to, like, flames. you need to get on to some pre-cooked meals, like, ASAP. <laughs> I, that's my life now. Yeah, fair enough. Good luck, babe. Well, it has uh, been a wonderful conversation. It's been <laughs> my favourite part was the salami stirring. <laughs> yeah. The soup. The there was a bit text that we got through. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah. that person. Oh, like for me. Yeah. Now, shares a big show on TV tonight. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The cliffhanger of the year. Shortland Street is happening. That's right. Yeah. And on the phone right now. No, we're no, no, no. No, my job. Okay, all right. I'm in charge of introducing the Shorten Street stars. And interviewing, because we're going to check out. Because I love Shorten Street so much. Please welcome Ryan O'Kane, who plays not only Dylan, but also Daniel on Shorten Street. Woo. It's true, we do. We both do. Oh, Give me a Ryan. Ryan. Give me an O. O. Give me a Kane. Kane. Who's that? Ryan O'Kane. <laughs> Good to have you on, Ryan. Anyway, Ryan. That's a great, that's a fantastic greeting. That's wonderful. I hope you do that for everyone. No, you're actually no, the first person we've done that for. <laughs> and to be honest, it's probably going to be the last time. <laughs> wonderful. Hey, Ryan, first question. You play two characters. You play yourself and your brother on the show. Does that mean double payday? Oh, yeah, a lot of people ask that, and I feel like I should have asked that at the front <laughs> of the whole thing. In the negotiation process. Because when you... even mean double lunch, you know? Oh. I really missed out on something there. How rude. Because when you first joined the show, did you know that the twist was coming where Daniel was going to arrive, or did you think it was only going to be Dylan and you found out later? Yeah, no, it was. It was only the one character, and then as the show progressed, they kind of, yeah, they, they sprung that one. And then, yeah, I mean, it went from there. It grew from there. It's quite an amazing storyline. So if you haven't watched last night's episode and you don't want a spoiler, this is your three-second alert to turn your radio down. Three, two, one. 
You cannot yell at me now. So last night it ends with Dylan and Kylie. She's finally found out that he's a crazy psychopath uh, fighting over the wheel. And I was listening to the credits. It sounded like somebody may have got out of the car by listening into it. God, it even sounded it sounded like a fire broke out. Yes. In the car. Yes. Yeah. Well, you were yeah. there. Was there a fire? There is. There are flames. There are flames. Because, Dylan, you've got a track record of offing all of your wives in the same fashion. I mean, your killing killing style is consistent. I know. He's very consistent. In fact... Possibly too consistent, really. Yeah, like he's, he needs to mix it up because people are catching on to him <laughs> that every wife dies in a fiery car crash. That's what I mean. It's high risk. You're really taking your life and your wife in your own hands. <laughs> what, what is the hardest thing about playing twins or, as an actor? Because surely that must be quite difficult to get into the mindset of one character and then the other one. It really is. It's the fact that you have to learn a scene uh, from two different perspectives and then hold one in your head, go and get changed, and then try and drop the other. And, or also remember how you wanted to play it and do it the other way around, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that would that would be very full on. And also, TV takes so long, so you'd have to like be standing around doing the scene tw- like two or three times, being tense. But um, yeah. you've worked on Home and Away as well, right? So like, what's the what's the the what is better to work on, Shorten Street or Home and Away? <laughs> hard to say. It's really hard to say. I mean, you've got so much beach access in Home and Away. <laughs> yes. Um, but then I feel like uh, I feel like the content is is better. It's sort of uh, it's more fun on Shorten Street. Who's got the best catering? Oh no, definitely uh, definitely Shorten Street. Oh, okay. Extra points to the Aussies though. Yep. They do have Alf Stewart. Yeah, yeah. who's a bigger diva, Ray Ma who plays Alf Stewart, <laughs> or Michael Galvin who plays Chris Warner? Oh, it's definitely Ray Ma. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> that guy's insane. You should see him coming in his heels in the morning. It's just <laughs> <laughs> got Ryan O'Kane with us uh, from Shorten Street. One big question: Are we going to be disappointed with? the finale tonight or are we going to be not disappointed with the finale? <laughs> I think the only element of disappointment is that it only lasts for an hour. Oh, God, great. Oh, there's, there's that's good. going on. There's heaps going on. And what is it like being out in public for you right now? Because I actually, my nanny was in a play recently and I went to see it by myself, which was very awkward. And I saw you there and at first I was like, oh, there's that bad guy from Shorten Street. But then I remembered, oh, that's right. That's just an acting thing and it's not who you actually were. But do people oh, kind right. of um, do people kind of abuse you out in the street? Remember Joey, the Ferndale Strangler, got hit with a handbag back in the day? Yeah, I was. Uh, no, there was uh, someone at the petrol station the other day pulled up and gave me an earful, which was pretty fun. Um, and then I just, I just said, "Oh, it's not. Sorry, mate. I'm actually the other one. I'm the good one." Oh, and, that's uh, smart. Yeah, and he really ran with it. He's like, "Well, you look a lot like your twin." Wow. Yeah, no, it is. It's crazy. Oh, it's well, crazy. well we. We will let you get on your flight, Ryan. But thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. And we can't wait to uh, watch the big grand finale of Shorty tonight to see whether or not you survive or whether or not not you take another wife with you. Well, that's right. Who knows? Who knows this thing? Over the weekend, uh, we had one of my daughter's birthdays. And uh, we went out... The uh, one you're paying child support for? Or? <laughs> no, the, no, these are ones that are legitimate children. The ones that Daddy doesn't turn up to those birthdays. <laughs> this is one day, yeah. buddy. The ones we recognise. I thought that you sent them, eh? <laughs> I heard that last Christmas you sent your kids you're not paying child support for um, season one of Pulp Sport on DVD. <laughs> Even they didn't want it. <laughs> and I don't give them anything. But they, at least they got to see Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that was lovely. Not in a good light. Uh, now, <laughs> now
Now, oh, yeah, we, so we went to a trampoline park and uh, we like we booked like a package thing for like eight of our friends to come along. It's like a you know, get to jump along and you get like the, the food afterwards and stuff. It was great. I've been to a trampoline park. Very dangerous. You've got kids bloody bouncing around you at all, all sorts of velocity. <laughs> I only... can take a kid out at any second <laughs> of one of those things. It's only dangerous if your kid's uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the uncle one. I'm a liability in that you've trampoline got, park. you got no business being on the track. No, 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 get off there. Limbs flying everywhere. Yeah, well, it was fun. But what um, what I didn't realise is because all these kids started arriving at the time beforehand. And he's like, hey, g'day, welcome along to all these kids, you know, hugging them and all that's exciting. And then you sort of do like a head count and you're like, there's 14 kids. Especially old tight ass boys. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've only paid for six. <laughs> I've paid, paid for eight. <laughs> and there's six other kids. And I was like, Eddie, what's going on? She goes, Oh, yeah, I know we didn't, they didn't get invitations, but we're talking about it at school. I said, Just come along. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, sweet, but very, very expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> so you have to foot the bill for eight <laughs> other rogue kids who just turned up. How like, much is it per kid? <laughs> I was like, a, I don't know, it was like $30, $40 a kid, you know? Oh, so he like, would not be liking this. Sheesh. I know how. So you get to jump and you get the meal package and everything. So it was cool. Yeah, no, but, but we got to pay extra. I was like, okay. The parents are like, all right, we'll see you later. You're like, yeah, technically. Oh, it's fine. It's a birthday, yeah. so everyone had yeah. But I was it's like, well, everyone had a good time apart from me. In my airport card, you know, Indy I was like, is good on never now. having another birthday party. <laughs> yeah, kids had a great time. <laughs> poor but, uh, dad, though. Poor dad had to go so and cool. uh, <laughs> Ben. Ben, he's only got one job now, so he had to sell his soul this morning, and um, <laughs> he had to go and do a uh, a, a commercial for erectile dysfunction. Didn't you? There's a problem with faces. Uh, a lot of a lot of people face. Mm. It's so. not you, Ben. Very. Whenever you want Ben, you can have him. <laughs> What's that? Right now. What's his trousers? I'll cut my fingers. <laughs> One, I'm two. I'm watching. I'm watching. Bang. Holy there you go. It's so it's small. Like a- it's like seeing someone do a thumbs up. <laughs> oh. Like a little magician. <laughs> Me. And watch. I'll, I'll deflate it. Bang. How did we get here? <laughs> How did we get there? We made quite a leap from a children's birthday party, didn't we? Snap your fingers again. And, oh, this will be a half one watch. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, God. Even when it's half, it's just still so, so small. I'm going to wrap this up right now. And fully deflate bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got some scandal up next. I don't know what that's going to bring, but if you want to stick around, don't go. Well, it depends if Jono snaps his fingers or not. <laughs> <laughs> it is the edge, Jono Pinnacher. Jono Pinnacher.